Section 34 of Christmas and Christmas Lore. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Christmas and Christmas Lore by Thomas G. Crippen. Section 34 The Boar's Head. We must revert for a moment to this song of the boar's head already quoted. We have called it a carol, and such it is in the strictest sense of the word. It is, moreover, the oldest printed carol in existence, having been printed by Winken de Word in 1521. Various are the explanations that have been given of the prominence of the boar's head at the Christmas feast, and all except those who are manifestly mere jokes are more or less of a religious character according to the law of moses the swine was an unclean beast and from the time of the maccabees or earlier the eating of swine's flesh by a jew was deemed a formal act of apostasy it has therefore been suggested that its introduction at the christmas board was a trophy of emancipation from the old law christ having made all meats clean so that on his birthday christians might freely eat that which was forbidden to the fathers others say that we have here a survival from the old norse folklore the borsay rimmer furnished the daily meal of the heroes of walhalla and on earth his kindred furnished the staple of a feast in honor of odin his counterpart may be found in the everlasting pig of the pagan irish paradise who furnished the immortal food of the gods not only among the jews but also among the egyptians and all the semitic peoples except the babylonians swine were held in abhorrence the same is true of the cretans arcadians galatians and several other of the celtic tribes as also of the worshippers of tammuz or adonis everywhere who according to the legend was killed by the tusk of a wild boar by the irish and welch on the other hand swine were highly esteemed pork being generally preferred to beef and mutton irish legends tell of monstrous swine being eaten at solemn feasts and the strange wild story of the hunting of the church trith in the mabinogen represents the ancestor or patriarch of all the pigs coming to wales from the country of the gods yet there seems to have been some tradition of evil associated with them for until quite recent times in several parts of wales a familiar name for the devil was the crop-tailed black sow ear hitch de gita there are numerous pig customs in various parts of europe to which no religious significance can be attached but which are still associated with the season of christmas in germany a pig killed shortly before christmas is partaken of on christmas day pig's head is one of the chief items at the christmas eve supper in sweden and denmark pig is the principal dish in romania and serbia and in russia pig's trotters were eaten at the new year these practices seem to be survivals from the yuletide feasting of prehistoric times when the continental celts were the pig breeders and pork cures of ancient europe and supplied rome and the rest of italy with bacon there may be some connection between them and the fact that in heathen times a hog was the usual sacrifice to Frey. in sweden a favorite christmas frolic was to represent this sacrifice in pantomime 
the actors being disguised and their faces blackened and the victim being dressed in a skin and holding a wisp of straw to represent the pig's bristles the performance was accompanied with music and feats of agility but none of these customs throws any light on the prominence given to the boar's head in the english christmas feast in the story of sintram the berserkers are presented as making vows on the boar's head and although the whole story is pure romance laid in an age when christianity was still contending with the remains of northern paganism it is difficult to think that fuque had not some tradition or legend on which to base the incident and if so it might well be that the bringing of the head to table on christmas day was a symbolic renunciation of heathenism men ate that by which their ancestors had sworn but perhaps the best explanation is furnished by the medieval interpretation of the eightieth psalm where satan is the wild boar out of the wood who has long wasted the vineyard of the lord now his head is carried in triumph as a testimony of his final defeat by the newborn king and the bearers chant in a solemnly festive strain caput apri de ferro redens laudis domino that is i bear the boar's head rendering praises to the lord the old solemnity of the boar's head is still regularly observed at queen's college oxford and it was several times presented at the royal table during the reign of queen victoria the oxford ceremony is thus described in husk's songs of the nativity the head the finest and largest that could be procured is decorated with garlands bays and rosemary it is borne into the hall on the shoulders of two of the chief servants of the college and followed by members of the college and the college choir the carol is sung by a member usually a fellow of the college and the chorus by the choir as the procession advances to the high table on reaching which the boar's head is placed before the provost who sends slices of it to those who are with him at the high table and the head is then sent round to the other tables in the hall and partaken of by the occupants at hornchurch in essex which is ecclesiastically related to new college oxford the lessee of the tithes was accustomed yearly on christmas day to provide a boar's head dressed and garnished in the afternoon it was carried to a field adjoining the churchyard where it became the prize of a wrestling match the winner carried it off to a public house where he and his friends feasted on it with all seasonable merriment hone writing in eighteen twenty seven says this custom had lasted from time immemorial End of section thirty four recording by John Brandon.